You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another installment of Locked On Texas Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find this show on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Megaphone. Definitely don't forget to check out YouCanArguThatSports.com. I am John, some sports guy, Hickman, and in the front of me, across from me, my man. Cody Davis, man, just this rain. Yeah, you know what? I try to always leave my last little words to confine and hold the people of Houston. But <laughs> boy, was I wrong. You didn't have to worry about heat today. I hope you had an umbrella, rain boots, a hoodie. The whole I, I don't mind. I don't mind the rain, honestly. I actually love the rain. I mean, I, I don't like an under tropical storm. What is it? Ilima? It's something Ilama? like that. Something like that. We don't care. You know, the, the, the thing about Houstonians, we really... Don't learn our lessons, and we don't fear water, which is crazy because none of us can really drive in rain. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just so happy to be back to talk Texas daily with my man in front of me, of course, for Locked On Podcast Network. Slow day, of course. Uh, there's no ground better than the slow ground. Um, a lot is not going on, but I do want to say that Kenny Steele's Newly acquired Kenny Stills from Miami, who we got in that trade with Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil played well, by the way, Sunday. I know mm-hmm. we talked about that before. He is currently working with the Houston Police Department to continue um, just monitoring, not really monitoring, but just partnering with the police department for community activism. And I think no matter what anybody feels about him, guys, that's big. You know, we know he's kneeling, and that's not even news anymore. Hasn't been news in a while. But I definitely want to uh, highlight he is still working no matter what. And that is something we can all applaud, especially working with HPD and surrounding police departments. Got a new punter today, brought in Brian Anger after we waived punter Trevor Daniels. Uh, Daniel, he know he won a preseason competition against Anger. Daniel, however, he did rank 20th in net punting, 24th in gross punting through the first, first two weeks. Uh, so I guess maybe the Houston Texans felt like they had to make a move. Um, it, yeah, they I, they felt they had to make a move, but at the end of the day, it's just it, it shows why they should have had a GM. It because yeah. before Don't say the that season, too loud because whoa, the, before the season started, you know, it was you know, it was supposed to be the punter competition, and Daniel won it. Then literally two games in, you, you know, I, I have gone. to I have to say this. I would hate for Bill O'Brien to be my general manager because this is the second week in a row. Well, if ready. somebody slips up one time, you're out the you're door. Out, you're out the door. You are done. You're, you, I mean, you saw it with Covington. Now you see it with Daniel. Man, it's who, man. Yeah, Aaron Covington, he definitely had to get out the door. Maybe Daniels was a little premature, but if you feel like this is the way you need to go, then you might as well go ahead and take care of it early. Let me ask you this question, and maybe this might be me looking too much into this. But do you think he's making all these changes 
to the point where he's nervous to where if I don't get this team to at least the AFC Championship game, I'm out the door. I will lose my job. I definitely think so. You, you definitely. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page I think because, that I'm, and I'm glad you brought that in. Before we really get into the meat of things today, we're going to talk about the Chargers. I can't wait to discuss that. But Cody, you have a point. I definitely believe, just getting into it, that Bill O'Brien believes that the pressure is on. You know, you look at his record. Yes, he has a winning record in the league with the Houston Texans, but it's not by a marginal, like a huge margin that he has wins or losses. He's only separated by three or four games, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So he knows that floating around, Last year was the first big year at eleven to five. You've seen a nine and six year. You, I mean, nine and seven year. You've seen those. You've won the AFC South a few times. But if we're only going off what we've heard from Cal McNair in the past, when they had the coaches meeting or the owners meeting early in the year, and Mom McNair was there and Cal was there, and Cal came out and he fired Brian Gang after that, and the whole nine. Cal does not want mediocrity. Hmm. Which is funny because Bill O'Brien f- is mediocre. If you look at his record, if you look at a lot of things that has transpired with this organization, period, you would have thought by now Cal would have stepped in a long time ago. But maybe he's giving him his just due. Hey, you did take us to three AFC's title, uh, AFC South divisions. You did win us those. You deserve one last hoorah with the guys. And I definitely think he believes the, the, the seat is hot. I'm hot right now. Yeah, then listen, I I'm not gonna say I am a fan of Bill O'Brien, but I don't hate Bill O'Brien like most of the Texans slash analysts do. You're talking about a guy who spent five seasons. Out of those five seasons, he led the Texans to a nine and seven record three times. Of course, you know, in 2017, that was the injury plague season was like damn near everybody got hurt. Everybody. And you know, like I, they literally I, took break a leg too seriously. They really did, you know, and I, I like to, you know, erase that because it didn't matter who was the coach that year. The Houston Texans were going to struggle. But and it's like you 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 look at last season, I believe last season became the question is Bill O'Brien on the hot seat? Because you look at the team that went 11 and 5, won their division once again, but got embarrassed in the right. playoffs. Now you're going into this season, you look at all the trades, and every single day it's like a new person on the roster. And it's just one of those things where you, he's starting to feel the pressure. That, that seat, you know, it's it, hot. It, it, I would like to have believed that one time it was starting to get a little comfortable, but now it's starting to, you know, get hotter and hotter and hotter. But here's the thing. I also believe, and you know I'm big on conspiracy theories, Cody. I also believe that Bill O'Brien feels, um, I think he may feel that if I get the job done and we do actually make a playoff push, then I've kind of made this GM job very undesirable for the next couple years. And so they're going to have to look at guys that are already here. Hello? Why not? If I made this roster, <laughs> if I created this roster, if I took over for a guy who didn't do much, really kind of screwed us out in, in the offseason in, in the draft, and if I took this team, the team that I wanted, because you got rid of guys. You got rid of Jadavion Clowney for uh, a, a bag medium, of chips. I mean, medium fry. <laughs> Not even a large. (laughs) Medium fright. You got rid of him for nothing. Then, hey, hello, Cal. um, I think I deserve the one and only interview for the GM position. But the problem is, 
you have to succeed this season. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he is a guy that took a Houston Texans team that was led by Brock Osweiler to the playoffs. And I understand that. But my man Eddie Murphy would have said, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah, you got to 11-5, but you also got embarrassed. Now, since you wanted to make a lot, a lot of these trades, okay, we're going to give you a just do. We know what you've done for us, and we love you for that. But this is the NFL. You're not going to be in the NBA like Don Nelson around for, what, 30 years and not win a championship. It's not, that's not how it works. Not how any of this works. And you take a look at the first two games of the season. I don't know about you, John, but I've seen a Bill O'Brien who is not trying to be too predicting. Because last season, matter of fact, his whole entire career with the Texans, depending on the, the situation of the game, you kind of knew when he was going to do call a run play, yeah. a pass play. He was never really too daring. Um, it seems like he's trying to get better at his clock management. I know there's still a couple issues, but it was a couple times, especially against the Saints, you saw what he was trying to take more risks, more daring, and it's yeah, starting to get hot. Bill, Bill O'Brien is – right now what he's trying to do is really – Whenever you work out and you start to feel yourself, you kind of know, okay, this is. Let me try something I haven't done before, and it, it attracts people. But then you don't do it consistently. You don't work out consistently. You don't. You don't dress out. You don't go out. You don't dress up consistently. You, you're, you're not wearing less and going out more consistently. You're just not consistent with it. And the problem is, you probably haven't checked out Peloton. Sometimes you can't find a workout that keeps you engaged. And I get it. We've all been there especially on my health journey, Cody. Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back. Get 100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. You don't always have to leave your house. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code LOCKED to get started. That's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D to get started. Bill O'Brien, he needs that for his consistency and getting engaged with the offensive play calling because you can't do one thing in one half and get up big and then go away from it, and then you lose the game. However, definitely can't wait to talk about the L.A. Chargers uh, today. We were supposed to have our crossover, but listen, the rain, the weather, guys don't want to get flooded in. Everybody has to be safe. I do believe the Houston Texans will have their hands full uh, Sunday going into this game against the Chargers. And speaking of handful, and speaking of handful, guys, let's talk about sex, the good sex, the I wish you don't leave for the rest of my night type of sex or life, depending on who you're with. Remember those days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color. Chew like what you can do with the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, you don't have to wait for it to kick in. You're going to be ready within minutes. Right now, we've got a special offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code MLB. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try for free. L.A. Chargers, San Diego Chargers, we got you in our sights. Bulls on Parade with a party twist. Don't go nowhere. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As you know, on Sunday, the Houston Texans will try to get a game above 500 with a AFC showdown against the Los Angeles Chargers. And that's what we're going to talk about. John alluded to it before we went to break. So, John, you got you know some injury reports that might not come to Houston Texans' way or what? Yeah, uh, safety Adrian Phillips will be out. Roger Teamer, he'll be out. Uh, linebacker Jatavius Brown will be out. Cornerback Michael Davis will be out. Uh, Hunter Henry, you know, he is a guy that the Chargers have just – They've hoped that he can stay healthy. When he was healthy, he was able to put up numbers on the field, but he cannot stay healthy. So he'll be out. And, of course, we all know Melvin Gordon will be out, not on the injury report, just the contract situation that's going on in L.A. He is still holding out. Uh, But those guys will not be on the field Sunday. (laughs) He's still holding out. He's still holding out. <laughs> well, thankfully, the Houston Texans do not have to worry about Melvin Gordon unless something magical happened between now and Sunday. He's on the field, which I, you know, nine times out of ten doubt that would happen. Even if something do happen, he would not be able to play on Sunday. So, thankfully, they don't have to gain game plan against one of the best backs in the league. But on the other side, the Texans do have to get ready for a matchup against Phillip Rivers, one of the best quarterbacks. Still is one of the best quarterbacks in this league. John, I don't yeah, know about all you. Yeah, things considered, you could be a quarterback in, in New York right now. <laughs> we could be a quarterback. In, <laughs> listeners, you right now that's listening to the show, you can be a quarterback in Just New York don't get right mono now. And you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, that, really? <laughs> You Just know, don't get my you know, this is not locked on Jets. We're not about to go into that. But um, all things considered, at the end of the day, the Houston Texans do have to prepare for Phillip Rivers. Once again, still one of the best quarterbacks in this league. John, I don't know about you, but going into Sunday's game, I am starting to get concerned for the Texans defense of how they're going to stop quarterbacks this year. I know it's only been two games. You and I talked about it during the break. You said that the Houston Texans defense did look pretty good. The- I thought they I thought they played considerably better up until the fourth quarter. Which is the, the but that's the money quarter. That's the though, money quarter. I mean, you games. saw week one. You saw week one in the dome against the New Orleans Saints. You saw how Drew Brees literally turned it on in the second half. Minshew, I'm to the point. I don't know if he was nervous because that was his first start. Or was the Texans' defense that good leading up to the fourth quarter? But at the end of the day, there's two games in a row now. I saw the Texans unable to stop a quarterback at the most crucial time of the game. Yeah, that's the scary part. And you're talking about Phillip Rivers. He he has gotten off to a good start. Now, granted, I know he threw that terrible interception late in that loss against the Detroit Lions. This team could easily be 2-0. When you look at Phillip Rivers' numbers so far these first two games, he, he's gotten off to a solid start. He has completed 70% of his passes and has already thrown for 626 yards with three touchdowns. Looking good. Looking damn good. Now, once again, will they, if this is going to be another close game, I'm starting to lose confidence that the Houston Texans defense have what it takes to slow down the opposing team's quarterback, especially in what you like to call the money quarter. Yeah, the money quarter. Listen, uh, one thing that I believe is this team, and I, I've, I said it before, ironically, the one year where you have more faith in your offense than you've ever had before when you get the additions of Kenny Steele, Landon Tunsil, and Will Fuller looks healthy. We know what DeAndre Hopkins can do. This team 
now doesn't have the defense that you have, would have wanted to have with the team the entire time. Uh, so that's the funny part to me. And Sunday they are going into a game against the L.A. Chargers. These are two teams that always seem to be in the well, – they can possibly make the AFC title game mix, but they never do. They always let you down. With that being said, I am a little concerned with the defense, and I, I'm not sure if if it's just what the quarterbacks are doing. In week one and week two, the, you open up the season with two back-to-back close fourth-quarter games. Back-to-back weeks. And I think the only reason why you were able to pull it out week two was because of the, the, the I would call it a misplay call with Doug Marone. Doug Marone has his own problems in Duval right now down in Jacksonville, so that's a whole other subject. But they have to, have to make those adjustments. If you know that you have some yards to give up, play it smarter. Don't allow those free releases where quarterbacks have more time because the, the the receiver has more time to get open and make their moves or whatever the case is. Also, you know what I believe should happen this Sunday, Cody? Let me tell you. Right now, the San Diego, I'm sorry, the L.A. Chargers, they're allowing almost 150 rushing yards per game. You know what the Texans are averaging right now? 153 yards on the ground right now. And you know what made them so good Sunday? Uh, the Monday night game against the New Orleans Saints, they were able to keep Drew Brees off the field for the entire first half. So I think going into this game, I know you talked about defense, I think going into the game Sunday, well, we were able to see that the Chargers, at least to open up the season the first couple of weeks, they do have a weak spot. And that's grounding the ball on the good. That, that if you're averaging, allowing 150 yards per game, run the ball. Run it effectively, and you know what else you have to do? Win third downs. I guarantee you if the Texans can go in there and win the third downs for the entire game, the entire game, and I can't wait to talk about this, we're locked on charges, they win this game. I truly believe the only way the Houston Texans can win this game, and, and I know this might sound a little bit cliche, but it's all going to come down to defense with this team. I'm also looking at the secondary position to see how they're going to stop Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. And this is one of the top one-two punches in the receiving core in this league. And John, we 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 talked about it once before. Do, do the Texans really have faith in their secondary? <laughs> We're going to find out this Sunday. Yeah, uh, that's funny because I don't believe at this time they have faith in their secondary. Uh, And the thing about it is, how long have you known this? Are you trying to give them that cushion that will allow them to maybe make reads easier? I'm not sure, but going into this game, you're going to go up against a Keenan Allen, who I believe is the best route runner in the NFL. I think him and I think Stephon Diggs, A.B., Devontae Adams, uh, it's a few more I can name, of course, Odell, but I think Keenan Allen is the best route runner in this league. I've seen him mess up people off the off the release, Cody. That is going to be a challenge. <laughs> and I know Michael Thomas was a challenge, but Michael Thomas is a guy that does a lot of damage in short routes. So he, he can get the ball short and then make it into something, which means that your cornerbacks and the rest of your team 
you have the opportunity to make a tackle, stop him before he can really make moves. Keenan Allen is a guy who can break you off the release and then go get the ball. <laughs> the ball is in the air. Keenan Allen can go do that. So that is a worry. If Mike Williams plays, he's been battling injury. He's another guy. Just throw it up. I can go get the the damn ball. Exactly. If, if I mean, it's in the air, I got it. Exactly. I mean, he has one of the best hands in the league. I mean, you look at the first two games of the season, he has already recorded 112 yards on five receptions. So he, he's he's moving up the field, which makes that wide receiver duo between Allen and Williams so dangerous. I just don't know how the Texans are going to be able to stop that duo. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, and that's just to say the least. However, what I will say is they will have some opportunities. Listen, <laughs> week one, Phillip Rivers was sacked four times. Week two, they did a much better job. Uh, only one sack, but we know how Whitney Merciless is tearing it up right now. Hmm. Hopefully that juice will be injected into everybody else. Five time, five time, five time, five time. You remember Booker T? I know this is off topic, but Booker <laughs> T used to do that. Yeah. But hopefully that is injected into the rest of the defense so they can get after Phillip Rivers. You get after Phillip Rivers, get him off the field, allow your offense to run the ball, win the third downs. I think they come out and win this game. I'm not going to give a prediction yet. I know we saved that for our last show mm-hmm. of the week, but I can't wait to see what can possibly happen. Yeah, and um, last but not least, talking about the Houston Texans defense, we truly need to see a siding from J.J. Watt now. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree. And the thing about it is he was held a lot last week. Uh, a lot. He was held a lot. But you're going up against – this Charger team, Merciless is showing no mercy right now. Justin James has to come out and give them some help. Would you bet that he gets a sack, his first sack of the season Sunday? Sunday, Los Angeles, knowing that he's been kind of so-so the first two games, pissed I'm going to too. say, yes, pissed off. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he's going to get two sacks. And you know what? And speaking of making bets, you definitely need to check out mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. My bookie has the fastest payouts, better lines than any other sports book. I wouldn't be telling you guys this if they were not the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. If you're a kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code L O C K E D O N to activate that offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm definitely going to make sure I use my bookie just because I truly believe I can make some money that JJ Wise is going to get a sack. Hell, we've been right for a while now. We've been on a hot streak, the two of us. So I believe we can get some money out of that. And definitely don't forget to every day subscribe to the Locked On Texans podcast. Whether you subscribe on, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, Spotify, does not matter. Especially if you subscribe to you can argue sports.com. Me and Cody would definitely appreciate it. This is Locked On Texans podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network. Cody, any words of any words? It's raining, guys. Please drive like you got some sense. This is the only time I would like for the city of Houston <laughs> to at least drive with patience. It's raining outside. The roads are slippery. By the time you guys hear this, it might be flooding somewhere. You know one drop of rain and it's flooding. 
Drive like you got some sense, please. It doesn't take much for your car to flip over because of the wet roads, all because you wanted to be an asshole and waited until the last minute to cut somebody off to get into the lane that you knew you had to get into when you first got on the freeway. Especially on 610, 59, 45, and I-10. And the Beltway. It was all a major. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Want me to take it down to the feeders? I can hit West Hammer. I can hit West Hammer. Uh, I, I can hit Richmond. I think they got their loud and clear. I know I did. Locked on Texas Podcast again on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your day, Texas Talk Bulls and Pray with a party twist. You guys be safe out there, please. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.